the the crazy thing is is I feel like a lot of people now feel like that's that's something that they kind of are like in a in a struggle with, especially with yeah. with somebody like Lindsay, a, a, yeah. a white person yeah, who's now seeing these things and going, man, I've kind of felt this way, but like, why do I feel guilty about yeah. something that you, I like black people, I treat black people good, I yeah. treat them fairly, so now why do I all of a sudden feel this guilt? Welcome back to the 1204 Podcast. This is episode 10. It's a very special episode, Mars. Yes, I am happy to have episode. you back, Princess. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Lindsay, welcome back. Hey, everyone. Uh, you remember <laughs> Lindsay from episode one. Happy birthday. Happy belated oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Thank, and thank you. you for coming back, Lindsay. Thank birthdays. you. Thank you. Big 29 in the building. Hey, Woo-hoo. don't tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Mars. What's you that? brought some really, really special people in the building. Yes. The, these you? are family right here. This is family. Yeah. Let us know who your family is. So I have my good friend, Willow, and his beautiful wife, Tisha, Hold here on, today. Will and Tisha. Very, very thankful nice and excited to have them here. Today's going to be a good, good episode. Um, I'm very excited to show you guys what we have in store for you guys today. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, how's everybody doing? Everybody's because, good. um, of course, what's going on <laughs> in the world right now, everything's kind of like all over the place. So how have yeah. you guys been getting through this little, this pandemic thing? Well, first off, thank you for having us. What's life like? Thank you for having us. What's life like? Jeez. Um, between running a business and working and the COVID and raising five kids and maintaining a healthy marriage it's it's been kind of bipolar man yeah i think we're all suffering from ptsd i could agree honest. i definitely i was just saying yeah. that yeah and i think um with tensions rising so high right now like i i think having kids is is even more challenging than just like i want to put them out raise- <laughs> yeah i agree like he he's what running the business ages? and working i'm raising five kids yeah. five kids what are the ages oh, oh grown to it's, baby it's 21 <laughs> Okay. 15. Wow. 10. Did he, did he turn 10 or 11? 10. See, that's the problem. You got to really matter, right? <laughs> it's like you 10, 10, 10 7. 8 months old. 8 months. We got them at every Jeez. stage wow. of life. I want to put them Yeah, that's a lot. That's amazing. But you got a lot of help, right? You got a lot of helping hands around the house. No? <laughs> yeah, her own hand. When they want something. Yeah, there you go. When they want something. We got to bribe them. For sure, you have a beautiful family. That's where, uh, when you. me and Mars were, we met up today and we were talking about you guys kind of just getting a feel for, you know, who you guys are as people. And again, social media is a good way to... <laughs> And Get she was showing us, yeah. me some really, really powerful things that you guys are doing with your kids. Can you tell me about that? Um, I are you? I try to raise my children with good morals and respect, and I obviously I, I depend on my wife to to uh, initiate that, uh, instill that in them. But uh, are you referring to the video? Uh, the, your March? DC trip? Yeah, let me uh, be more yeah, specific. Yeah, so um, if we're gonna skip to to that, um, I just felt compelled for a while um to take a trip to dc and and i didn't know if there were going to be were going to be any protests there during that time but i I took a chance i was going to go with or without my wife i just told her like i want to go couldn't find a babysitter so i said you know what let's make it a family trip and rented a car and rented a room and went down there and see um, i didn't hear that portion of it yeah they did they took the kids with them 
Oh yeah, the kids were with us. Yeah. Wow. Against and I was struck. I was the, struggling. The three with younger it. ones. Okay. And she was very, very, very. Um, a, I didn't want to go. I'll just, I'll just put it. I understood why he us. wanted to go. But I didn't want to go. But I, again, I was, the we were forced yeah. because we could not find a babysitter. So, so kind of organically, it kind of just it had to be that way, yeah, right? So I went from, you know, wanting to be on the front lines of the pro peaceful protest. Let me make sure you guys know that I want to go over there and peacefully protest uh, to just taking the back seat because I had to, I had to make sure that my family was safe. So. Um, so long story short, we get to DC and next day we wake up, go out there and we park and we park far away from the Washington monument where everything was going on. And little do you know, as we're walking towards the <laughs> monument, all the cop cars shutting down the street, we walked into the protest. We walked like, into literally the protest. Walked into it. And, um, and I had a panic attack. I get, I get goosebumps thinking about it right now. Cause as I walk towards the crowd, mm-hmm. I got the sense that it was so yes. peaceful. There was singing. There was there was a sound of unity. That's and that's what people. brought down my anxiety. Yeah. Because and it didn't I, look like the news. Go ahead. Yeah, and as I walk by people, you just catch that spirit that they had a great time or they, they experienced something greater than what they expected. I think that's pretty amazing that you guys had the chance to, you know, take your kids and, you know, put them through such an experience. You know, I, I think it's very... um it's very, how can I say that? Like, it's a very good learning thing for them. You know, as far as when they get older, I remember growing up when 9-11 happened, mm-hmm. you know, that was a big deal for me growing up as a kid. And um, with everything that's going on right now in the world, I think it's very important for the kids to understand exactly what is going on. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you educate your kids to know exactly what's going on and the right from wrong is just amazing to me. We were going over the video. I was showing Ezra the one you did with your children. I literally got goosebumps. Yeah. And, and, and it spoke so much to me, the fact that, your kids especially your daughter when she said that she gets scared when she sees police like she didn't understand why but she knew there was a reason that when you see police you get scared she said um specifically she said um i get a weird feeling yeah she gets a weird feeling like if they're gonna give me a ticket ticket. how old is she's seven mia moore is uh seven years old she just turned so intelligent very intelligent the wise beyond her years (laughs) yeah what have you um thought of the protest well like have you have you gone out there's been a lot of stuff going on in Rochester yeah. and you're, yeah, you're a social worker. I, so I'm pretty sure you're like, yeah, your place full, right? it's, it's, it's interesting to be educated and to see what's going on. Um, and also I just wanted to mention you bringing your kids there and you guys just seeing it yourselves. It's very humbling. I feel like mm-hmm. your kids are going to remember that for, for sure. a very I long time. Right. Um, and I think that that's great, but, um, I haven't gone to any of the protests, um, Probably because I am trying to become more educated and process everything in my own way alone. Um, But I've been kind of on the fence because as much as I would like to go and be a part of how moving that is, it is so moving to watch so many people on the internet together. No matter what color, everybody is together and, and fighting for the same thing. And it is it's just so nice to watch and I do want to be a part right. of that. But at the same time, I do worry about the extra stuff that has gone on and that I don't want to, I don't want to be involved with that and the fear of that. Um, so that's held me back a little bit. Sure. Um, now, not to get, um, cause I try not to be too crazy with politics and all that stuff. <laughs> right. But like one, a, a, a bigger question that I wanted to ask you was, and it's something that I was like thinking about is where do you think we start 
in in change in actual change and not just the the protesting and, and everything started. that's going on like what yeah. do, what do we do like from from this day forward to see that this isn't like a trendy thing that's going on and that this is like real you know yeah i i understand the question um I, let's let's be very specific and Lindsay, i'm with you i i, I don't want to I, I didn't want to come and protest here in rochester because uh i didn't I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable coming here. Plus, I, I was working and all that. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's very important to to separate the peaceful protesters from the angry, not angry, from the violent protesters. Sure. There's two different sections of people out there. Right. Yeah. And, and let me just say something right now. There is a big difference in protesting and rioting. Let's yeah. just say yeah, that right yeah, now. So let's, if you were exactly. rioting and you think that you were seeking justice or you found some justice and destroying someone's hardworking business that You're they've wrong. had for years, <laughs> you are absolutely wrong. You're wrong. Absolutely yeah. wrong. But it's important to but. know the underlying issues with that. And I was, I actually felt like you did until mm-hmm. my wife woke me up. Mm-hmm. And I'll let her explain. Um, essentially, and and I get it, right? You know, I'm I, as a business owner, right? My my heart breaks for people who lost, you know, everything that they worked for. A lot of them won't come back. If it was us, we would be in that same position where right. how the heck do we get this back? And probably couldn't. Um, however, as a black woman and coming from a black family, um, I, I you you look at the what, right? The why, the rioting. But then as a black person, I'm able to sit back and understand why, Why? Mm -hmm. right? Why and where is this coming from? And it doesn't justify it, but it brings us to a level of understanding. And even when everything happened, when I watched the video, the only stat I put up for a long time was when you don't know what you feel. I I had no idea what I felt watching the video, and, and I didn't get that. Like, I, there was an emotion that I couldn't put words to. And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. what is this that I feel? What am I feeling? And then everything started happening. And I still didn't know how I felt about it. I understood why, right, where All the right. Why, where the um, passion was coming from. But I didn't understand how I felt and why I felt whatever this was that I was feeling. And when we went to D.C., like I said, I didn't want to go because I'm still on the fence where I'm still trying to process. And it wasn't until the ride back. And I began to reflect and I had an awakening and I, and what I learned with the rioting and the looting is not justifying it, but they all go hand in hand. Right. And the way I feel about it, had it not, it woke everybody up. It, mm-hmm. The fires literally set a fire under the country, right? right? Because now everybody's like, whoa, wait a minute, what the heck is going on? And the more I began to reflect on the history and the fabric of the country, mm. I had to so really stop and think about yeah. the 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 foundation yeah. of this country and as a people what happened we we had riots right we had protests. these these protests and these pe- and, and mobs that came against us and what burnt down our houses yeah. burnt down our buildings and yeah. not saying it justifies it but there's Black something Wall that's in and and that gets ingrained in you and I be, I came home and I started doing research I had no idea about Tulsa Oklahoma and what happened Airmen. there in the 20s and um you know a black boy got accused of something and an angry white mob came to the neighborhoods and burned everything down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't justify it, but it makes you truly understand the history of and the fabric of yeah. the country. And as a black woman, it made it almost lift the veil over my eyes. And I told my husband, um, I've been going wrestling with the thoughts, 
Now, what do I do? Right. How do I become right. a part? And that's how you get it as far as you said, how right. do we keep this from being just another right moment in time? We all have to sit back and say, what can I do to push this change forward and keep the momentum going? Because I told my husband, I said, I feel like um, there's been a lullaby. America has begun to, sung to this, sing this lullaby and put us to sleep almost. And I, I'm guilty, right? Because I was one of those people where it's, slavery was 400 years ago and we're past that. <laughs> and I can say that too. I, I sometimes, you know, I sometimes say that I feel most people, when it comes to the situation, they're just too entitled, mm -hmm. you know? And um, I feel that a lot of black people feel very entitled. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I get the whole slavery thing. Do you? I do, I do get it. No, I do, yeah, no, I do. I get the slavery. I do. I really do. I do. I get it. But when it comes from centuries ago, and then now that it's occurring again, it's a different understanding. And I'm from a, a different generation. I'm so glad you brought. So that this up, is Margaret. different for me to understand. I'm still learning, and I still yeah. need to be educated. Yes. You guys are educating me right now as you right. speak. Let, but let you me... know, I come from a different generation, so yeah, this absolutely. is new to me. Right. I'm literally going through this step by step, just how you know me and her are step. I said this is all new. New your children are now going through this, right. you know. So it's a new level, it's a new era. Let me let me put things into perspective of my awakening. I'm 40 years old, 40 something. Anyways, um <laughs> I I lived through the obviously I lived through the Rodney King era mm -hmm. where once the cops got acquitted, it was rioting, and I was a teenager. So so now Chaos. I was a teenager out there in the streets throwing bottles, you know, jumping people. You know, I was part of that, and I'm not proud of that, but I what I what I when I look at what's going on now, most of the people doing that stuff out there, and I, you can argue this, but it's a lot of youth and that, that aren't mentally prepared yeah, to deal with educated. what's going on. So let me say this, right? So I was angry, just like you, about the rioting and looting. Mm -hmm. I got two very very close friends that are business owners who serve the community right in the inner city. One who owns a restaurant, one owns a, a convenience store, right? And I remember I check on them, like, yo, what's going on? Like, shout you out good? To Al. Yo, shout out to Ray and Al. Um, but, and they were, you know, talking to me and they were like, yo, I'm ready, man. I got, I got, you know, I'm, I, I am strapped up. And, and just you know, like that, I, I called, I still remember when I, I witnessed his and hers being robbed right. and he was one of the first people I thought of. I called him immediately and I'm like, listen, help but to close think about down them the first. store it's, immediately. That's, so, that was heartbreaking, man. It was. So because me, that's the hood, man. You yeah, don't, know, you don't it's, do it's, that. It's where we go. So let me tell you, that. tell me, tell you. So once I saw that they were hitting up his and hers and they were moving down Clinton Avenue where, you know, where a lot of us grew up um I, I was i was scared and now i started i started think talking out loud and i started posting and i was posting some mean shit can i curse here no you're you're fine, you're fine. I, I started <laughs> i started posting some really nasty things without <laughs> thinking right and i posted something once i saw the video about the the, the i don't know if they were asian or the white couple on the west side that got beat up by the two by fours yes. mm -hmm. i said something along the lines you, I don't care if you are a oh, descendant you know, of a slave. It was just, and and I read it. Listen to this, though. And I'm getting ready to go to bed. Can I now, hear exact oh, words of what Will posted? Well, he, he, no, he took it down, so well, I can't. But it was something like... Along was, the lines of, you're not bringing any um, respect. I called them classless. Mm -hmm. I, I will admit that. I ain't got nothing to hide. I called them classless, <laughs> and I said, you're bringing... You're not honoring your ancestors, right? right. And um, she read that. And we're home. In the and, bed. In like, the I'm bed. I'm ready to late. roll over she and go to sleep. That. And I was like, 
oh, oh. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I felt like a coldness in my home. You know, when you're with somebody yeah. for a certain time, you know when they not mm-hmm. feeling you right. So um, all of a sudden, I'm scrolling through my feed, and I have it here, and I, and I will never erase this. Um, and she wrote, I hope you guys got two minutes. Violence is not the answer. This is my wife responding to me. She knew better than to have that conversation with me at that time because she knew that it wasn't going to be a healthy one. And you so, guys are right. next to each other in bed. And not only that, I, I I posted I posted because I knew he wasn't the only person that felt right, that right. way. Mm-hmm. So, so it wasn't just for him; it was for him and everybody else right. that liked it and loved it and, <laughs> so mm-hmm. and high fived them on the. Post. Let me tell you what she wrote. She wrote, "Violence is not the answer, and it is not okay. What happened to that couple should have never happened." But let me say this. She addresses the black people. Dear black people, a lot of people are pained and affected by what is happening. Yes, this is affecting all races and nationalities. But let me also say this, America, tread lightly on your words and understand this. I get goosebumps. People, this, this is the end. She addresses America. America, if you look in the mirror and don't see the reflection of a descendant of a slave just understand that this pain hits a little different when you do. Wow. It, Those are facts. I though. got goosebumps. Yeah. Wow. I, I encourage you to go to her wow. Facebook page and read it for yourself because if, if, if you don't get the feeling that I had that moment, I got goosebumps. I woke the fuck up. I woke up. I, I started thinking about what it meant to be a black person and understand realizing that I can never feel that. I can never really understand what it feels to be a black man or a woman or child in this country. And you know what the the crazy thing is, is I feel like a lot of people now feel like that's that's something that they kind of are like in a in a struggle with, especially with yeah. with somebody like Lindsay, a, a, yeah, a white person yeah, who's now seeing these things and going man, I've kind of felt this way, but like, why do I feel guilty about something that I like black people? I treat black people good. I treat them fairly. So now why do I all of a sudden feel this guilt guilt, about like something that I had little to deal with, but that's the education of it. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the humanity of it is where you at least try and put yourself right in a position where you're understanding now Mm -hmm. where it's coming from. Okay. I may not agree with the action. I don't agree with people being hurt. I don't agree no with people being losing anything. Sure. I'm not for it. I'm for no. positive vibes. I push that really heavily. But have to. But and there's a but now in caps. <laughs> in caps, we all gotta be. We all gotta do our history now. Yeah. The we, real history. We, we do our real history. Yeah. Then we go. Okay, no, I get it. Let me put it <laughs> in another uh, I get light. It. I, and I also want to say too. And when I wrote that, I didn't really. That was God, right? Because when I think about it now and I'm doing all my research and stuff, it's four this is this is now four hundred years of trauma. Right. And that's what it is. These are these are young PTSD. black people mm-hmm. and, and young black men and, and girls who don't even understand how to process the right. feelings that right. they're processed. Right, that, that, that that's it's, happening, it's and it's, it's collectively as a people, you got four hundred years of trauma, and it's handed down from generation to generation. Right. And if you really understood slavery, honey, and, and no offense, you're still young. If you understood what happened in slavery times, where families were split up, yeah, and they were and sold it, off, and and, 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 and how it was so done intentionally. Deep. Read the Willie so Lynch deep. letter, 
and that will it will it, it explains a lot and and what's crazy about it is in the letter he says if you follow these things Beat the black man in front of his wife and his kids. Take him away from his children. Sodomize him in front get, of your f- you kids. Know, get the woman to submit in fear so that she mm-hmm. teaches her young black son to be afraid. And he pretty much says, he gives him all these things. And he says, if you do it successfully, you will have them captive for 300 years at least. Yeah, and just and just as that's being passed down to black people, it's similar on the white side. Absolutely. Because... You have these teachings or this mindset or this mentality, negativity that's just like, like not, I mean, in some way, I'm going off of my own experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite said, right. but it's like there and yes. you feel awkward. And I remember as a kid being like confused sure. and like, I don't get, I don't get that. You know what I mean? These are my friends. Mm-hmm. These are people I that agree. I, that, that I like and I enjoy mm-hmm. and I don't. And I don't, I want to go to their house and not think that it's a big deal, you know, and you're taught that. Mm -hmm. So now that's generations and generations, just like you're saying, of the same thing that's going against each other. And it is like, it's infuriating. And I'm glad that you said that it's not said, but it's there. And that's what I had to process. Little things or big things, you know, little, little looks or like, you know, or it's like flat out said. And I've had both experiences. And when it's flat out said, like I get like, what the hell you're talking about? People that I care about, you're talking, you know, because I think of it as a specific person that is black or is of color. I think of that person when you're when you're saying something bad or negative, I think of that person. I don't think about everybody else. Right. So, so for every person for me that you hear the positivity come from and the kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm seeing things a little bit different now. You have those. The ignorance is still going to be out there, okay. right? Right. And it will never for, die. It no. will never die. It's not going to go away. Right. Never die. So, and and again, I don't I don't get political. I'm not going to say names, but. For me, it really comes down to like our leadership too. Absolutely, because the the rhetoric with who is our leader as of right now is kind of stoking the fire. Let's call it right. What it is. We're talking about Trump. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're we're really talking about things the, have changed uh, drastically. A lit, a lit I don't. Fire. I don't feel like we are equal at all. I don't feel like we're equal as a nation. I feel like well, I think what Ezra's trying not. to say is that when you have someone in the position of power power the highest form of power in this country the highest political position the one person that can unite the company uh the country or at least try at least try we're not doing that we're i'm now when i go through these articles and i'm reading and i'm reading and i'm reading i'm looking for bare minimum as as far as like um as far as positivity coming from the highest office the the highest job in the world really right so like when the tweets come out and he's almost like passing all these conspiracy theories and, judgment. and nonsense, like I don't think facts exist in this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And but the following behind yeah. him is is pretty strong, and it's pretty. Yeah. It's gonna boil down to and they're very one of devoted the most towards unprecedented, unprecedented elections like ever. But I am I, let me tell you so from my experience of what I saw in DC that I've never seen before. I've been a voter since I've been 18. I I do county elections, I do um I and I do the the national elections and and I'm part of that. I believe in that. I don't care if if the electoral college does elect that president. 
ultimately, but my vote counts. I'd like to thank you for saying that. <laughs> right. And, the and I'm, I'm going to squeeze in there now yeah. that as a, as being a fellow myself, uh, there are things that we can do now to vote to get to yeah. be able to, so, to be eligible and to I, vote. I, I frequently post the Moreau County uh, voting registration link because I want people to wake up. Yeah. Oddly enough. It literally takes like two minutes to vote. That, that's you go in post, and you go out. That's the one post that I it's post so that easy. does not gain any traction. <laughs> uh, right. But when I went to D.C., I saw nothing but youth. Young people. We are motivated. This yeah. revolution is going to change the world, I promise you. Right. We may lose or we may win the next election, but the fight mm-hmm. is it's forever continue. now, right? It yeah. feels that it's way. Forever. It feels forever. that Trust way. Me. It feels that Trust way. Trust me. I feel like it's been taken to a... It's a revolution. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a much, much higher revolution. level now. And what you see now are a lot of these big white corporations mm-hmm. giving in right going you know what fuck all that yeah. i'm not <laughs> and that's exactly you what you're saying you're gonna come burn down my shit and, you know <laughs> even if they're just doing it you for the it right for the, the look of it for the aesthetic of it they're keep, still doing it dollars, they're still doing but exactly. it's okay exactly. it's okay because at least their message is being transcended absolutely right. throughout the world well, right. that's the important that part the and then it's cashing wildfire it. yeah yeah Promote yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. And just catch a fire. The yeah. entire world is on our side. When I say ours, I'm talking about the BLM movement and the equal rights movement. I knew it was real, right? I'm scrolling through my feed, you know what I mean? Just looking up stuff, current events, staying in the know, mm-hmm. you know? And it pops up that Lego pulled all their cop toys and Legos from shelves and then donated like four or five million dollars to, to BLM. I don't agree with that. We're talk, but we're talking about corporations right. like this right. who right. usually would have no yeah. quiet as a mouse. <laughs> you know, nah, I'm neutral. One I don't really about care that too much too, about it. With the it. whole cop situation, I have many friends that are yeah. cops and that are cops in Rochester, and yeah. Yeah. they're going through sister. it bad. They're going there's, through it hard right now. They have families to feed as well. I got a sister well. who's a state trooper. You know, I, I, the, and, we and have good cops out here. Cops are not bad people because we tend to be overly aggressive to cops in general, and we tend to assign them all. We tend to assign them all the same motive every cop is out to get me yeah you know what i mean well, well, let's if talk- the world would be a better place if there weren't any co- and i don't mm-hmm. uh, i'm not about, all there let's talk about the truth everybody you know you can say you know only 98 um, percent of the cops are good and two percent are bad guess what those 98 percent of, of cops good cops that keep their fucking mouth shut you just increase that percentage right by by 50 percent Think about it. Mm-hmm. If you are a good person and you see something that's right in front of you that's going bad, if you don't say something, you don't do something that helps that person from getting beat up or something, you're part of that problem. These cops, I love I love cops, the good ones. But when they turn their back on injustices, it's they, almost worse. They turn their back yeah. on us. Yeah, you on set, you're setting us you back. <laughs> you set us further back. Y'all got to mm-hmm. speak up. I'm talking to every black Hispanic and good white cop out there, you got to stand up. You got to stand against violence or unnecessary uh, uh, roughness or what's it called? Uh, Overly aggressive Mm -hmm. tactics. Cut that shit out, man. We need you. We will respect you. Respect us. Respect right. us. Don't turn your face. That's don't, it. Don't turn your back on. That's us. it. Exactly. Because I try not to get too high or too low on the on the fuck twelve thing. You know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't. Like I got. I know people that are that are cops too, and they're yeah. just trying to bring home food and feed their families. Like regular people who get up and go do jobs that 
don't put their life on the and line. And these cops these now are up. waking up. Like, yeah. am I going to die today? Like, is yeah. someone going to shoot me in the head today? You know, with all these protests and things like that. Yeah. When they robbed Villa, I had witnessed it. Like, people were literally throwing rocks yeah. at these police officers that are just standing there trying to calm everything down. And that's the yeah. ignorance of, of the entire thing. Because not everyone is educated. Instead of, you know protesting in the right manner everyone's just taking it to rioting yeah and but nobody knows what the right manner is yeah right no one knows right yeah Nobody's that's, been right nobody, that's nobody. The problem. we're learning on the fly they, too <laughs> people want to be heard and yeah. that's why i try to tell people like i said i don't i don't condone it in any way but we have to understand have to. why it's happening and where right. it's mm-hmm. coming from like i said it's, it's not excusing it but you have people that have anger that's like, okay, trauma. y'all keep going ahead and, and peacefully trauma. protesting because mm-hmm. it ain't changing nothing. Yeah. I agree. I'm going to go burn some stuff down and they got to listen. And I feel like it, you you couldn't have one without the other. It's, they got to, they have to listen. It made everybody stop and listen let and me say, tell you, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. The, it was an un, it was a necessary evil. I hate to say it. But these politicians would not have started this. The Democrats specifically would not have came up with this legislation to for police reform had we not burned shit down. And I'm not saying that this is the way to go. I'm, but think about it. There's been protests. I remember being part of Trayvon Martin's protest. Yeah. There's been protests throughout. Right. Mm-hmm. But it We've isn't until you burn shit years. down that people start paying attention. Yeah. When I seen that the banks were like all the windows were all broken, that's when I knew I was like, yeah, shit is real. Like it, I was, that's when I knew that. That's when I knew something was gonna happen. I I I genuinely appreciate you guys taking your time out. I know um as parents, as business owners, you guys are busy. Mars, you're super busy yourself. Yes. Uh, this being the last episode, um, it's it's kind of a big deal for me. You know what I mean? When I started this show, I really had um great ideas for it i had really like uh, uh a passion for it and it's even bigger now that i'm kind of wrapping this up and, sure. and getting ready to get into season two so it's good to end it on this though note Ugh, can't talk <laughs> um i like to thank all my guests for the season uh g coop i see you uh dre says uh victor gomez uh justin um my producer chris kanye Who shout I'm out missing? to d will uh d will uh shout yeah shout will. out to you we gonna link um who Good else guy. have we? Who else have Mateen. we have? Mateen. Mateen, you're out there I like too. I love my boy. Um, Dre says has his own podcast. It's out on YouTube. Uh, my producer Chris Kanye has his own show. Shout out um, to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Rock Podnet uh, on Instagram. Uh, Mars World on Instagram. Lindsay, your Instagram. Lindsay DeFeo. Lindsay on Instagram. <laughs> I am your Diet Cola Papa. You know who I am, Ezra Ray. Well, I thank you so much. Thank You're you. literally thank one of the smartest people I've met this year. I appreciate you guys coming out. I really do. Oh, we're friends oh, now. Oh. Tisha, we're friends now. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are more than welcome yeah, back. You. you guys are more and than Ezra, welcome back. congratulations. Yeah. This is your last episode. Yeah. And we're on to season two. Season two. So stay tuned. Season two is going to be way bigger. We're, we're going to do a back, lot of... Right? Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. You guys are more than welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe on the YouTube. Follow me on Instagram. 1204 The Podcast. Spread love. It's a movement. Black Lives Matter. Everybody matter. local business Woo. yes thank you so much Woo-hoo. Hey. Hey. <laughs>